What kind of legacy do you want to build? Hello and welcome to If and Can. I'm your host, Anne Morgan, and I'm working on making a new version of myself. It's something we all have to do at various points in our life. And in this podcast, I talk to people who have made successful transitions, built new things, and created new versions of themselves. To learn more, please subscribe to the If and Can newsletter at ifandcan.com, or you can email me at anne at ifandcan.com. Who are you? My name is Anne Morgan, and I'm a, well, a bit of a mismatch. Oh dear. But my guest today is Anne Carney, and she has no problem answering that question. She is a runner, (laughs) and she is someone who actively lives her identity. In 2005, she co-founded Chalton Runners, one of Manchester's most successful running clubs, And over the last 18 years, she has worked tirelessly to build the club, make it as inclusive, social and, yes, competitive as possible. And I can't tell you how pleased I am to be talking to you today because the the passion and the commitment that you have to something that is very dear to my heart just makes a massive difference. And... How long ago did you know you were a runner? I didn't ever think I was a runner. I thought about running at university when I saw all these beautiful people running around the track in Lycra, but I didn't identify with them at all. It wasn't until much later in life when I was a mother um, of a young child and I had some serious choices to make about the way my life went that I thought, well, let's give running a go. So I was probably 45 years of age before I thought I could be a runner. And so as a schoolgirl, you you weren't encouraged to run and you didn't get involved in the track or anything like that? No, I was one of those very round, fat children who did no exercise, who never got chosen for the netball team or the rounders team or any other team for that that matter. Yeah, so here you are, a 45-year-old woman, you're a teacher, and you've, so you've got a full-time job, you've got a child. Why did you start running? Because I suppose it was sort of a, a bit of a midlife crisis. I was, well, looking back, I was workaholic, I worked, ate, slept. I was overweight. I was inactive. I was probably had mild depression. I was drinking and I knew that I didn't want my life to continue that way. And I thought I needed to do some exercise. And the easiest form of exercise seemed to be getting out and trying to run. Did you run on your own? So the first time I ran on my own, I went out and like most runners, I ran too fast. I went down to Chorlton Water Park and thought I'll run around Chorlton Water Park. And within the first five minutes, I had to stop. I I didn't know how to run. I wanted to run, but I didn't know how to run. I had to stop. And I thought I was going to, I can't, I thought I can't be a runner. I've just got to just go back home and forget about this. 
And then something special happened in that I bumped into my cousin who happened to be that day running round Chorlton Water Park. Um, he's the same age as me, give or take a month. We grew up together, um, and but we hadn't seen each other for many, many years. Um, and then it turned out we were both living in Chorlton. Um, he was very active, a good runner, and he just stopped and looked at me and just said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm trying to run. And... Uh, he just laughed because I obviously clearly didn't look like a runner. And uh, he just said, I'll teach you how to run. And he did. And he did the the Couch to 5K program with me very patiently, very gently, very slowly. And um, I became a runner. I think it's very hard to do it on your own. Mm. And, you know, my story of running isn't dissimilar in a way Mm. the only difference being Anne I'll hold my hands up and say I've always known I was a runner Mm. even over the years when I didn't run Mm. and I was a good schoolgirl runner but I did nothing in my 20s and most of my 30s and then when I was 38 the company that I worked for sponsored a 10k and a group of us got together Mm. and we did that painful walk, run, Mm, let's try and get through the first K, through the second K. And and we got up to a 10K and it was thrilling because the actual act of of finishing a race, Mm. of being a runner, of actually getting out there... That was the start of mm. a the rest of my life mm, mm, mm. as a more active human being. And I'm interested, going back, and that, that serendipitous meeting with your cousin mm. has resulted in you. You're now up to a 5K. What happened next? I just remember the first time I was able to run a mile without stopping. It was just sort of a feeling of pure elation. I then was spoke to other friends about it, and we were all just sort of in midlife, had young children and were looking to get back to some degree of fitness. So a number of friends joined me in the Couch to 5K and we started a little little running group and we all sort of got so much out of it from the running, the talking, the connection, and just the pure joy of being able to be outside um, with each other, being active. Tony then suggested that maybe we should start a running club. We all sort of laughed and thought, really? And, and Tony is... My cousin. Your yeah, cousin. The cousin that got the me running. The cousin that got you running. Got me running. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So he said, well, what we'll do, you'll, we'll just put an ad in the local paper. It was the South Manchester Reporter way back then. And um, that was in 2005. And he said, well, uh, we'll see what happens. So we put an ad in the South Manchester Port Reporter to say that we would meet at Chilton Water Park on the first Sunday of January 2005. If you wanted to learn to run, just come along at that morning at nine o'clock. I remember driving to the water park with Tony and we were thinking that actually nobody would turn up, but that was okay because we just run together and a few other friends would run together. And then as we turned into Chorn Water Park, there under sort of the the bicycle sheds was a, a group of probably about 20 mostly middle-aged women and a few men. And so began the early days of Chorlton Runners. And for many years, it was 20 middle-aged runners meeting every Sunday, running, talking, 
sometimes going for breakfast afterwards. And then over time, word spread and it got bigger and bigger and bigger and more people came. An important time for its expansion was when Facebook arrived and it, we posted on Facebook and then we went from 20 runners to 100 runners to several hundred runners today. Oh my goodness. Mm. And you, you know, it's having the generosity of spirit mm. to say, this has made a difference to my life. Mm. Absolutely. I'm That's gonna, why I did it. I'm, yes. I'm going to reach yes. my hands. Yes. Oh, to others yeah. so that they can also that's do a, this. That's absolutely right because I think it, it just changed my life so much. I wanted to go out and tell everybody else about it, particularly women, middle-aged women, because I think they can very much lose themselves during that period of their life. They're working, they're partner, they're a mother, and it's very hard to find time for you and something for you whereas on a Sunday morning that was our time my time and it I just wanted other people to experience the joy of being fit and well and active and yeah that's probably why I did it then and why I still do it now and that's what I love about you Anne as well is Mm. that a is how much work you've you put into Mm. making it work for other people Mm. and b how much zest Mm. and (laughs) and spark you still have around this passion around this identity of of being a runner because you talk about middle-aged women especially and I think there's always that question about it's slowing down mm. and not great for your knees mm. or it's not going to, you know, there's, there's so many barriers or you, and people get worried about their appearance and, and all of those things when in fact running especially is very inclusive. Mm. Mm. And, and that's perhaps something that people don't realize is that the whole running church mm. is very broad mm. Mm. You know, you really don't have to be an elite runner. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And particularly that's a key principle or a key philosophy of the club is that it, we are open to anybody from uh, anyone who wants to learn to run. I We do couch to 5Ks regularly. Anyone who wants to run further, run faster, run with friends, run in silence, chatty runs, anyone really that wants to to run and, and wants to learn to run. So, and that's, that's important because I think not all clubs do that. And that's, that's something that we have over the years managed to maintain, be true to that key principle that anyone can join Charlton Runners if you want to, to run and I'll learn to run. And that's so important to me. Because, yeah, because of the inclusive nature of it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And interestingly, that thing about getting faster, mm. are you still getting faster, Ron? Um, I was getting faster. I was probably my fastest at uh, 60. I started running at f- 45. I probably got to my fastest point at 60. But due to various injuries recently, I've slowed down and I'm, I'm now trying to embrace that and just um, enjoy running slower, enjoy running off off road, enjoy running up hills, just enjoy my running more. And 
I haven't given up sort of um, pushing and challenging myself, but, and I will try to do that probably at least once a week, really push myself because I quite like that feeling of pushing your body beyond what you perhaps think it's capable of. But I balance that now with much more easy miles, easy chatting miles with, with friends. It's a very interesting mm. juncture when I too was a middle-aged mm. runner and and got quite fast, I don't know, I suppose really to about 50. And, and then the last sort of eight years mm-hmm. have been, yeah. I've seen a gradual decline. And, and that change in your identity of thinking, still mm. still running, which I think is great, but I'm just not as fast mm. as I was. But then, you know, I look at you and I just think, you may not be as fast as you were, Anne, but when we met on Saturday to do the cross country, right? So there we are with all, every age in Heaton Park and, and we're running around. You, you were, you know, you were streets ahead, <laughs> you know, so you're still an incredibly fast runner. Mm. And it's, there's still so much, mm. it does awaken in you the competitive spirit. Mm. And, you know, I'm just thinking when I was running in, there was a, a Chalton runner behind me and she wanted it more than I did mm. and, and she overtook me on the line. But it's it's on my mind now mm. that I'll mm. not let that happen mm. again. No, it's mm. just, there's still a competitive oh, spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I don't think you always know that till sometimes you're you're out racing yeah i've i've done less races recently just because i you know i've still focused on i had pbs that i was very proud of and i now know if i race i will never achieve those pbs currently i haven't given up completely on not achieving them at all ever again i may do but um, i won't currently so there is always that when you start a race, well, how am I feeling? Can I do this? Can I push myself? Or do I just want to take it easy today? And it's nice to be just able to do both. If you want to go out and push it, and I did on the cross country on Saturday because I felt good and I felt strong. But there's other days I've just gone out and just thought, enjoy, enjoy the experience and don't worry too much about pace or position. I surprised myself at how determined I can still be put it that way yes absolutely yeah. I'm quite interested to know when you started running and you said you, you were coming from a position where you, you weren't feeling great in you know yourself you know mm. physically did you find becoming a runner changed you as a person completely it changed me physically first and foremost it changed me mentally in that I became a much more positive person and um I suppose um in almost intellectually as well because through running I, I, I met such a broad range of people that I probably would have never have met and that's one of the joys of the the club is that you meet people from all sorts of backgrounds and professions and experiences and that's been joyful as well so it's it's not just the running it's everything else that comes with it so I am. I would say I'm a very different person, a very different woman from the one I was at 45. I'd say I'm a better person. I think. Did Did it change your life professionally as well? Did you take it into the classroom? I did. I did. They all knew about when I was doing half marathons or marathons, and I'd do lots of assemblies on 
medals and running and exercise. Um, and I remember that when I, I was a literacy consultant in Manchester for many years, and when I went around different schools and I told them I was doing the Manchester Marathon and they were looking at me and thinking, you are going to do a marathon? This was in the early days when I started running. And so many people supported me and, and sponsored me in, in that first marathon. And it was for uh, the Red Cross. I did the, I raised money for the Red Cross. And um, the belief and support that I could achieve it when I wasn't even sure myself whether I could achieve it was profound. So I think professionally, it sort of uh, helped me be more confident as well. Um, I was very much a woman that just got on with the job quite quietly. So I did grow in, in confidence and I was, I felt so much better in my own body, I think as well. There comes a great joy from mm. actually realising what your body is mm. capable of mm. and being grateful for it as mm. well mm. in that it's not a cosmetic thing even mm. it, it, it's more a practical thing and you realize that a runners come in all different shapes yeah, and yeah, sizes yeah. and th- the fact that you can do any any running at all I, you know I'm always very grateful mm. to my body absolutely yeah that, I, that I'm still able to do because there are days now when I can't do it and I know sometimes that there will be a run that it will be my last run. Mm. And that's kind of looming on the horizon, mm. mainly because I have a... <laughs> in fact, I like to think I'm quite a positive person, mm. but really there is an element of my personality mm. that mm. Is, is a little bit more um, pessimistic. But do you ever think of the day when you can't run? Yeah, since COVID, I've not been able to run as as I used to run. And that was a bit of a a wake up call really because you know that you you're not gonna always be able to do this. You mean since you caught COVID? Yes, yeah, since post COVID I've just not been able to run as well as I, I did run. Um and it did bring home to me the fact that, you know, one day, like you just said, I may not be able to run. But I'm not prepared to entertain that yet (laughs) Um, because I have come back I am back running and I just want to continue to run as long as I can and there's so many inspirational women out there the world over in their 60s 70s 80s and even some into their older than that and you just keep doing it for as long as you can and yet entertain the thought that I won't be able to do it. Well, I really liked what you were saying before about the fact that it changes mm. at various times in mm. your life where you you have to embrace a different mm. philosophy mm. to your running. Absolutely. You yeah. know, where yeah. you yeah. now, yeah. where you used to be always training for yeah. a race. Now there's, there's more leisurely yes. runs with people. Yeah. And, and also, I think what you can do is also support others in running in terms of, Hopefully, I can, I'll be able to run at least a 5K for many, many years to come. And so you run slowly, you run shorter, and you help others to become runners. That's currently where I am. I used to be very focused on my own training and doing my marathon training, doing my half marathon training. But recently, I've been much more focused on going back to the roots of how I started running in helping others run. And that brings its own satisfaction as well. Oh, and I tell yeah. you, and it's tireless what you do as well. And I, I remember coming down to the club for the first time, you know, I'd moved back to Manchester and 
everything was up in the air mm. and I lost a lot of my identity and you know I laughed at the beginning in the introduction you know who are you mm. you do lose a bit of mm. that mm. sometimes when you go through life and when you've experienced a big change and I had experienced a big change and I thought well the one constant in my life is is running and I knew about Chalton runners but I'll be honest with you I thought oh god I bet it's full of young people who you know are going to be super competitive and and I'm going to be like a wildebeest at the back (laughs) somehow you know but you were stood out and it wasn't a nice night you know it was a cold Manchester night it was you know it was dark and you were stood outside the meeting point and you knew everybody but you greeted new people and welcomed them into that into Mm. the club and said this is the place for you Mm. you can come inside you will find a place Mm. and I feel quite emotional about that Mm. now because it does open the door Mm. and I've met and and subsequently going back to the club absolutely there's choice you on the night there's different groups that are offered and sometimes you're feeling a bit faster or a bit slower but people do come on their Mm. own Mm. and they may not have many other friends Mm. or many other social Mm. outlets but there is a lovely that's from the ethos of what you've set up yeah I mean again that's a key philosophy that we're much more than a running club yeah individuals come together to to run yeah first and foremost or to learn to run but it's also about learning to listen to each other to talk to each other um to support each other um to encourage each other to challenge each other to um and just to to care for each other really i mean you only have to go out on a run on a tuesday night and they're very chatty. If you want to talk, someone will talk to you. If you don't want to talk, that's okay. But social connection with other runners is such an important part of the club. And that afterwards, people are welcome to come back to the pub and to have a drink, have a chat, have some sandwiches and just talk all things running and talk about lots of other things as well so many friendships so many relationships so many marriages so many (laughs) babies have been created out of the Chawton Runners and that that gives me a deep sense of satisfaction yeah it must um, yeah yeah because quite often at this stage in life as we approach kind of later middle age and beyond there's that moment of legacy. Mm. And, you know, we started this conversation with, well, who are you? Mm, mm. You know, and, and and sometimes you have to stand up and say, well, I am mm. whatever I am, you know, but having a focus on your identity. Mm. So you, you're not trying, you know, you're not trying to necessarily dabble in lots of different things, mm. maybe, mm. but having a very strong identity and then creating something out of that mm. is an is a tremendous legacy mm. to leave not to leave I mean you'll live it for many years mm. but mm. you are creating something bigger than yourself yes definitely definitely and it I never thought that when I first started running back in 2005 I thought I'd be just a runner with running friends but and now to see what has been achieved is still surprising and um yeah and very satisfying and it's only it's only when people point that out to me that I think, oh yeah, yeah, that's it's a pretty good running club, and especially as it's, it's grown and we've you know regularly get new runners and particularly younger runners coming into the club. I mean, it used to be middle-aged runners, but now we've got a whole spectrum, you know, from 
young runners in their 20s through to our oldest runner, I think is in her 70s. And I think I'd like to think that we all can come together and be together sort of quite comfortably and enjoy being runners of different ages, different experiences, different paces, different speeds. But we're all short on runners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wonderful. And and in this day and age when when you read a lot about intergenerational mm. misunderstanding mm. or intergenerational conflict, going somewhere mm. where age doesn't matter, no. what you do for a living doesn't matter, mm. There is the running, but it's really all of those mm, things that you've mm, just said. Mm. You know, that's what really brings people together mm. is truly a, I think it's a generous, wonderful and inspirational thing that you've created. And I think it it plays a massive part in the community that we, that we mm. live in. And I think you must be so proud to have, <laughs> Thank you. have Thank you. brought that together because yeah. it really has made a difference mm. Mm. and Anne, I get all my guests a, a book okay. and of course I've got you a running book Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And, it, and it is it's the illustrated practical encyclopedia of Excellent. running Excellent. and I got it at the uh, Oxfam the Oxfam shop mm-hmm. which uh, is, is very close to my heart in, mm. in Chalton and it's it's a, it is a wonderful kind of um, compendium mm-hmm. of of running, of the joy of running. And I still love the fact that you are very competitive. Mm-hmm. You will go from strength to strength. And I know that you will still smash through targets. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that is also an inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give up. I mean, we're talking today, aren't we, on uh, on Oscar Day, mm. and uh, you know, if Michelle Yeoh <laughs> can go out there, can go out there at sixty plus and 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 do what she's done, yeah, we we can all do that in our own small ways, can't we? we really, have, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for the book, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about me as a runner and about um, Chawton runners and. We just need to keep on running. Keep that's, on running. That's what we keep need to on do. do it. Run hard, run fast, <laughs> and keep on running till the end. Exactly. Until we can't run anymore. <laughs> we exactly. Run. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. Anne. Thank that's you. Lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback. So please drop me an email at anne at ifancan.com. Please also follow and rate the podcast. It makes a big difference. Thank you.